Welcome to extraterrestrial reality. There's a lot of cattle mutilation cases out there where a lot of people claim to have seen UFOs flying around the pasture or something, and then the next thing you know, there's a cow that's mutilated or a horse sometimes, uh, different kinds of animals, but mostly uh, cattle. Uh, but it's very rare where somebody actually sees this going down. But there is a case here that I want to talk about from 1973, the Doherty abduction case that happened in Houston, Texas. Um, and here's an article. Well, there's you could find this. You could do a search online for this and uh, read about it. But, uh, but here was uh, something that I found on a website called Mysterious World, and I will leave the link for it here. But anyway, I'm going to read uh, what it says here about it. It says, uh, one of the few encounter cases which also involved animal mutilation occurred in May 1973 and involved four women, Judy Doherty, her daughter Cindy, Judy's mother and sister-in-law, would have the most terrifying experience of their lives. After playing bingo in Houston, the four women were returning to Judy's hometown of Texas City, but first going by Alto Loma to drop off Judy's sister and brother-in-law. After dropping off the two in Alto Loma, the remaining four saw a strange light, which seemed to be hovering in the night sky. The sight was intriguing enough that the, that the four women stopped and got out of the car to get a clearer look at the source of the light. They watched in awe until the light disappeared. They then resumed their trip to Texas City. Eventually, Judy began to suffer from extreme headaches and anxiety. After being seen and dismissed by several doctors, she was referred to well-known ufologist and hypnotist Dr. Leo Sprinkle. Sprinkle's previous experience with the UFO enigma led him to recommend hypnosis as a way to relieve Judy of her, of her emotional trauma. There can be little doubt that Sprinkle suspected an abduction from the beginning. Under hypnosis, it was revealed that Judy had apparently been abducted aboard an extraterrestrial spacecraft. Judy went on in detail, describing how a cow was taken up, taken up into the craft and method, method, methodically mutilated by two small entities. During the hypnotic regression, Judy described the unusual sensation of being in two places at once. She said that she was still standing beside her car after they stopped to watch the strange light in the sky. However, Judy also said that at the same time she was in a strange chamber watching the gruesome experiment unfolding before her eyes. Footage of this regression was included in Linda Moulton Howe's award-winning uh, documentary Strange Harvest, which was a 1980 documentary that appeared on HBO with uh, uh, you know, cattle mutilation expert and UFO researcher Linda Moulton Howe. And uh, so, you know, if you if you get a hold of that movie, it's really hard to, to, to watch that, to get a, a copy of that. I, I wish I had one. But anyway, the, uh, the article continues here. It says, in a 1989 interview on 21st Century Radio, Linda Howe divulged what had been learned from the experience of Judy Doherty. Judy described, in, in a pale beam of yellow light, a small brown and white calf being taken up into the, a craft. Then, in an extraordinary way, Judy was inside the craft as she watches the calf ha have pieces of it excised, the tongue, the sex organs, the eyes. Some of Sprinkle's hypnosis session is included below. Sprinkle asks, is there anyone around you? There was this long, almost 45-second pause, and then she said, two little men. The two beings were about three and a half 
to four feet tall, gray creatures with large egg-shaped heads. It's like a spotlight shining down on the my back of my on the back of my car, and it's like it has substance to it. I can see an animal being taken up in this. I can see it squirming and trying to get free, and it's like it's being sucked up. She then went on to mention seeing her daughter Cindy on an operating table. They don't listen. They just ignore me. Go about their work as if it's nothing. They don't seem to have any emotions. They don't seem to care. They just take some samples from her. It would be a number of years later when Judy's daughter, Cindy, would also undergo regressive hypnosis. Her session only corroborated her mother's. So and this the article goes on. There was this, another statement where uh, Doherty uh, talked about talked about this in 2003 she says i'll read some of it here she says first i must say there is no doubt that abductions exist my abduction took place in 1973 there were 16 eyewitnesses to the craft though not all remember an abduction my daughter who was 14 at the time and myself that was first reported to ellington air force base in texas who denied anything was on the radar at the time our abduction was also returning from a bingo game in houston to her home in texas city first going to alta Loma to drop off sister and brother-in-law there was another sighting of three people coming from a bingo game in Houston that got burned by the effects of the sighting our sighting was almost a year before theirs so much happened that night I would not attempt to go into detail we were all changed and have never been the same since we were first ridiculed by much so much by others who were not present most family mostly I did not talk about it for a few years then my husband returned home from Vietnam and we were stationed in yuma arizona i somehow she somehow heard about apro which is a ufo uh investi- uh, uh citizens ufo uh, uh investigation organization she says i called them and told them about my sighting and, and the very next day uh, mr doherty and his wife and a doctor who had experience in hypnosis and named Rose Tennant came to my house and spent the entire day going going over what happened. Doctor Tennant regressed me, and a few details came out, or shall I say, surfaced. I had been having terrible migraines, and just the amount of surfacing relieved much. I know I remembered a formula that was given to me by the small gray alien. I think that it was what what I I think that is what caused a lot of problems. I did not say anything to anyone else as I was still gun-shy and afraid of ridicule. A few late, few years later, I got a call from a lady named Linda Howe. We talked a long time, her trying to convince me I needed to be regressed again for a TV documentary she was doing called Strange Harvest. For you know, she, she Apparently, she had some problems. Uh, I guess there was some kind of miscommunication or something between her and Howe, um, and she ended up not trusting Howe for whatever reason. And she didn't trust uh, uh, Dr. Sprinkle either. I guess she felt uh, that uh, they were just, you know, using using her for their own uh, purposes, which I guess happens sometimes in these situations with UFO investigators. You know, they, I guess they pay, they, you know, once they get something out of somebody, information, and, you know, they just want to move on and they don't want to be focused on the same old case. But uh, anyhow... You know, just think about that. You know, you not only was this woman abducted along with her daughter. Now, apparently, these other two people they they weren't abducted uh, that were that was there. But but see, that's the whole thing. Like these beings have the ability to basically, you know, wipe out your memory, like wipe out your conscious mind in, in an instant. I mean, basically, you know, there's other reports. I remember, you know, I've read lots of things about alien abduction over the years, and you know. Uh, in some cases, you know, somebody, 
you know, if there's certain people that the aliens are, are abducting on a regular basis and there's other people around, those people get turned off like a light, like, a you know, switching off a light. Uh, and then the other people are, you know, abducted and, you know, the aliens do what they're doing to them and then return them. And nobody, nobody there, not even the abductees or the people that were, you know, around that person, they, they don't, none of them remember anything. It's just an incredible technology uh, to be able to do something like that. That just goes to show how far advanced these things are. Um, but, I mean, this happened in 1973. And, again, it looked like it was a few years before she realized what happened. Uh, she, she felt weird and she had problems, you know, after this. Ever, you know, after that incident happened, this woman had problems, you know, migraine, headaches, other kinds of issues. What some people believe, uh, like uh, uh, Dr. David Jacobs, uh, or excuse me, Dave, David Jacobs, PhD, who wrote The Threat, he he believes like that, uh, you know, what's happening is that the, the aliens have some kind of ability to uh, make memories, you know, instead of memories that should be in your short-term memory bank, they, they somehow they have the ability to throw them somehow deep you know, regress them deep into your long-term memory. So that's why it, you, you, after these things happen, you don't, you're not thinking about it because it's stuffed way back in your long-term memory. And, you know, and a lot of, think about your long-term memory. You just don't, a lot of things that happened years ago, you just, you don't remember. You know, apparently all these things are there. You know, if you were to get hypnotized, I mean, you could remember the the most the menial things, you know, the uh, things that really don't make a difference. If you were to get hypnotized, you, you know, to when you're a kid, to, you know, uh, say you're a 40-year-old person, you got hypnotized to when you're uh, the day of your birthday, the day you turned 10. Like, I don't remember that day. I don't remember hardly anything from that day. But if under hypnosis, a lot of things might come back, you know, would, would probably come back because those memories are stored in your mind somewhere. And that's apparently what's happening with these a lot of alien abductees. When when the thing happens, they don't remember because these memories somehow get stuffed back into that long term memory where you just you know, you're not thinking about it and you actually forget consciously of it. Um, it's just very strange. But the, this woman actually not only that she saw a cow getting mutilated while she was getting abducted. And it was another strange aspect of this case is that she felt like she was, you know, under hypnosis when she was remembering this, it was, she felt like she was in two places at the same time. She was basically standing at her car, looking at the light. And meanwhile, she was actually in the craft, uh, getting, uh, manipulated by these alien beings along with their daughter and meanwhile some of them were had a cow a calf and they were uh, mutilating the calf right in front of her so but but uh, you know you wonder like how come she had these this double memory it could be that that this is what they were trying to make her think was going on that she was still at her car looking up at the light and really that's not what was happening that was the memory they were trying to convince her what was going on but what was actually going on was that she was seeing all of this insanity unfold, you know, the subduction, you know, the the events of the abduction unfold. Of course, she didn't remember this after they left. I mean, she didn't remember anything until years later, until she got hypnotized. But it's just very, very interesting. It's very strange. It's scary. It's scary the ability that these things have. You know, I, I, I you know... <laughs> you know, I, I know that I had an experience when I was a kid with an alien in my room. You know, there was definitely no question in my mind that when I was a kid, there was some, when I was uh, eight years old, there was some sort of a being in my room that had three fingers on its hand. That's all I remember. I never was hypnotized. I don't know if I was ever abducted that night or other times, and I just don't recall. 
But uh, I do know that there was something in my room that night that was not human. Um, and you, you wonder how many people, I mean, that was the only thing I, I remember. I don't have any kind of other, um, it, it, like say if I was someone that was getting abducted my whole life, I have no, I have no idea if that's, if, if, if it's true or not. I really don't. Um, <clears throat> now, and I'm sure there's some people out there that, you know, there's some people out there most likely that, you know, maybe they didn't even have an experience like I did where I was able to see, you know, I, one time that one quick one moment in time, 20 minute episode where there was something in my room and, uh, uh, and then, you know, I, and then the next day I woke, I woke up and I, I didn't, I have no idea like what happened like something could have happened. I just don't recall, you know, if I got hypnotized, maybe I would want, maybe I'd remember, but I don't really see the point in getting hypnotized now. I don't, I don't know if I want to remember. But the, the the whole the whole point is I'm, what I'm trying to make here is that there could be a lot of people out there that have no idea that this has ever happened in their life or have any suspicion whatsoever because this technology or this ability, whatever these beings are able to do to make you forget, uh, it's it's beyond anything it's beyond any uh, anything known in our science obviously i mean this apparently it's not a drug i don't i mean unless it's some drug that we have no idea that's you know undetectable in the blood afterward uh who knows it's just what they're just, if you're a million years or a billion years more advanced i mean they could they, they will have they, who knows what they're capable of doing anything things that we can't even dream of but you know and it makes you wonder though too you know why you know this is a a case though this case re regarding this uh Doherty, she uh she saw a cow getting mutilated like what was the purpose of that why 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 uh why did this have to happen why what was the purpose of having a human being uh, you know and what's the purpose of their mutilating these cows and then <clears throat> you know that that's something that's that's happening you know all the time for decades now um you know these cows getting surgically um you know, surgically mutilated, you know, eyeballs removed with surgical precision, you know, organs removed, uh, anus cored out, you know, what's the purpose? And they keep doing it. You know, you, you would think, okay, after a few times, if it was just for simple study, after a few times, you think they would know what they're doing. But this is, this keeps happening. It's been happening and happening and happening. You know, how many, nobody knows how many cases. I mean, it's just, and it's not just cows. It could be wild animals in the woods. I mean, not just, could be a, could be a deer. I mean, I mean, there's what the first really big case was a horse back in the late sixties. It was a horse that got mutilated like this under very strange circumstances. <clears throat> yeah. It, it, there's a lot, again, a lot of questions, no answers, but the, but one thing is clear. It's real. This is really happening. There's beings on this planet, and they're doing these kinds of things. Okay, moving on. Um, last month, January 2022, uh, a gentleman from Pakistan filmed a UFO for 13 minutes. He got 13 minutes worth of footage. The UFO was apparently hovering for uh, two hours at, at least, uh, and and he said he had to stop filming. He, he couldn't film it no longer because it, it you know got it got dark out and he couldn't you, know, you couldn't see it anymore. But it basically remained sta stationless in the sky, and uh, uh, it's uh, there's no explanation for it. Anyhow, uh, I will leave the link uh, you know for this uh, video. It's it, this guy's name is uh, Arsian War Wariok. I hope I said his name correctly. 
uh, and the video, uh, he, he, it's titled UFO hovering over Islamabad. Uh, he said, this is, uh, and he, he writes, uh, this is the longest recorded UFO sighting by a civilian on record, 13 minutes of footage. I saw this when I was landing my drone. It hovered for over two hours at this spot when eventually it got dark and I couldn't see it anymore. And he has the video and you can see, uh, the pictures, um, he actually not not only does he have like video of this the 13 minutes of video but then toward the end of it he also has uh still images of it like try to uh close-ups of it to give you uh, an idea of what it really looks like and there was actually a recent article here in the sun on february 22nd uh and it's headlined it says watch this uh space mysterious bulging triangle ufo filmed a lurking over major city for two hours, leaving alien hunters stunned. Uh, it says the unusual object was spotted prowling the skies of Islamabad, Pakistan, in broad daylight by an extraterrestrial enthusiast. And it says here, gobsmacked Arsian Wariak says he spent a lengthy two hours watching the triangular shape hovering above the capital city. The 33-year-old was mesmerized by the unusual object drifting over the city's wealthy DHA-1 district, and the clip has now sent Skywatchers' tongues wagging. He recorded the UFO making the most of the clear airspace for over 12 minutes from different angles to acquire the best view. The businessman, formerly of Birmingham, then shared the unbelievable sighting on the internet for other alien fanatics to enjoy. Arcean explained, I still don't know what it was. I filmed it for over 12 minutes at different times, took dozens of pictures and observed it for the best part of two hours. To the naked eye, it seemed like a black round rock, but as I zoomed in, I could see it was roughly the shape of a triangle with a clear bulge on top towards the back. It was solid black and had no sharp edges. It wasn't reflecting too much light and no lights were emanating from it. In the extraordinary footage, the mystifying object is seen hanging motionless over the hustle and bustle of the capital city below. A fly and several birds then also crossed into the shot, showing the clear difference between the creatures and the distant UFO. Arcean added, I don't know what it was, but I know what it wasn't. It wasn't a bird. I actually got birds in the clip while I was filming this thing. I fly drones myself, so I know it wasn't a commercial drone either. And it makes no sense for our military to be flying secret drones over a posh area of Islamabad, where most of the army and government officers live. After sharing the enthralling clip online, he sparked a frenzy amongst fellow UFO hunters who applauded the clarity of the sighting. One admirer wrote, The recording is extremely high quality, not just for the technical achievement of such extended physical effort to track it for so long, but also for the extended verbal commentary and description of the event. Do you realize how rare a document like this is? Another viewer added, This is how you capture a UFO. While a third conspiracy theorist, so, you know, I don't like the idea of conspiracy theorist. Why, why does somebody who believes in UFOs have to be a conspiracy theorist? Anyway, continuing. While a third conspiracy theorist suggested the interestingly shaped object was a perfect match for a sighting they had in New York, they wrote, It was just like this, not blinking lights, no nothing, just floating in the sky for about four minutes, and then it went up until it was completely gone. Uh, it says, Arcean stay, stayed to appreciate the curious shapes swirling in the skies were too dark to see. He brushed off skeptics' comments, insisting regardless of what he saw, humans are not alone in the universe. 
He continued, with the number of stars and planets in the known universe, it is statistically impossible that we are the only intelligent beings in the universe. There must be civilizations which are millions or billions of years more advanced than us, and then there must be others that are just starting out. Have they visited Earth? I think we have to look at the evidence and go where it leads. There is certainly a possibility. Now there were some people. I uh, actually, uh, if you there was another some other articles I read, but some people were suggesting that it might have been a kite. Now, uh, Arcean insists. Like if you listen to his video, he says it's not a kite. It wasn't a kite. But I mean, he said the thing is just basically it's motionless. I mean, a kite's going to blow around a little bit up there in the wind. I mean, he's watching this thing for two hours, and this thing is like steadfast it's not moving and just there even as as you know got dark out and as far as he knows it was still there when it got dark out you know what was it um you know it's a very strange looking object and uh it could be you know it, it either uh i guess yeah, i guess there's a possibility it could be some sort of uh secret uh you know, high tech drone for, for owned by the military, or it could be something extraterrestrial. It's either one or the other. Uh, or I guess, I guess there is a possibility it could be something else. But I mean, when you look at this, I mean, it looks like a solid craft to me. Uh, again, see the, the, the problem, the only problem I have with these kind of, uh, images and these kind of sightings is that it's pretty far away. And that just, when something's far away, it's, you just don't have the, uh, it just, it, it, I mean, you just can't make a lot out. I mean, it, 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 you know, it, there's always that chance it could be something else. But I mean, apparently, uh, like he, the way he said, this thing was just completely motionless in the sky. You wouldn't, that, that's not really the way a kite would act, you know, especially over a two hour period. Um, so who knows? Uh, I, you know, if it's a kite, it's a kite, but I don't think it is. I mean, uh, I, you know, I could be wrong. But again, the problem is, is that the, the sighting is just so far away. It's just so far away. And uh, and that's, you know, again, it's a really, I, I, I love the video. I think it's great. I'm, I'm glad we have this, right? But, uh, you know, it, the thing's far away and, and it's just so hard to tell. I, it'd be great to see some, you know, close-up pictures of these things. I, you know, I wish back in 1994 when I had my UFO sighting, I wish we had would have had a camera there with us uh you know to take a picture of this thing because it was you know was you know 10 15 feet right in front of us only two and a half stories off the ground uh you know i wouldn't have been nice to have a, a, a camera to take a picture of it but you know back in 1994 you know you, there were no cell phones or anything like that at that point so um but yeah this is this is pretty interesting you know it could be extraterrestrial i mean i guess uh we're probably never gonna know um you know, it could be, or I guess, I guess there's always that possibility. It could be some sort of a military craft. But uh, uh, what was it doing? Why was it doing this? You know, why? You know, I, you know, if it's extra, it actually makes more sense being extraterrestrial. I mean, it's hanging out. You know, what's it doing? It's, it's, you know, observing us, or you know, some sort of probe, maybe. Uh, you know, just, you know, taking pictures. You know, you know. Who knows? Cataloging events of, of human history. I mean, what are these things up to? It's all it's all guesswork. But uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, if you're checking out this, if, if you're listening to this uh, podcast, you know, I will have a link there. I mean, it, uh, the, there will be. A, I will have a video version up later on, and I will include the the video of of this sighting within the video uh, for those interested. <laughs>